Hello, welcome to Uncluttered, the podcast that discusses the connection between organizing and faith. So our focus is not so much on the how of organizing, but why it's important from a biblical standpoint to leave the chaos and the clutter in our lives behind. I'm Angie Heitch, certified professional organizer and author living in East Tennessee. And I'm Leanna George, an author and former professional organizer living in Houston. Are you ready to unclutter your heart and home so you can focus on what matters most? If so, let's dive in. Angie, you like to cook, right? Yes, I really do. Um, so I there's a lot of things I like about cooking. My favorite thing, for some strange reason, I really like to chop things, slice and chop and dice. And so my husband, Eric, and I cook together a lot. And so I'm the one that's doing all the prep. And so he's over, you know, sauteing and all that kind of stuff. And it works well. We do. Uh, we both like soup a lot and salads, pastas. But yeah, I really like to cook. My husband's always trying to say, well, you know, we don't have to cook. We could go out. He loves to go out. And I said, but the thing is, I like it, especially trying new recipes. So, yeah, it's fun. I like it. OK, well, see, that's where the, the commonality um, between you and I ends, because I hmm. cannot stand cooking at all. It's, it's, it is, I am not good at it. I have tried, I had tried to be Martha Stewart when I was first married. I really did. Um, but I think I would rather have my teeth pulled out than to have to prepare a meal. And so I'm so grateful that I have a husband who likes to cook because otherwise I would starve to death. But when he is out of town and not here, I go to our local grocery store and I buy the ready eat to eat uh, fresh meals yeah. Throw them in the oven, bake them, eat straight out of the container and then just throw it in the trash. So yeah. I, mean, I am just, I'm just not a good cook. Oh, well, I'm sure it's not that bad. I mean, everybody's usually criticizes themselves pretty severely. So it's not that bad, I bet. No, no, it is. Let's, let's put it this way. It's so bad that when we have potluck dinners, people just go, oh, Leanna, don't worry about bringing anything to eat. Just bring the plates and cups. That's all we need from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because well, I, I know my cooking's horrendous. <laughs> so what what is it that you don't like about it? I mean, is it just because you feel like you're not good at it? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm past that. Um, I don't like, I don't have the patience for all the dicing and mincing and slicing like you do with your yeah. prep work. Um, and then I don't like what Eric does. I don't like to, I'm like, why do I have to simmer it for 30 minutes? Why do I have to saute it for, you know, I just want to get right to it. Mm. I just want to get right to it. And then cooking recipe measurements kind of confuse me. I mean, not obviously the half cup and the tablespoon. It's the, a dash of this, a sprinkle of that. I mean, what is a dash and what is a sprinkle? I mean, how in the world am I supposed to know if a dash or a sprinkle is, is right? You know, if it's too much, too little, because then I could mess up the whole meal. So what happens then? It just, it just frustrates me. <laughs> well, you know, I actually one time uh, just, I, I kind of, uh, I'm a little bit nerdy. One time I actually looked up and there are actual definitions of dash, sprinkle, stuff like that. But um, yeah, so I can see why that's uh, frustrating. And I guess maybe the more you do it, the, the more you kind of know, like, okay, I remember last time I made this was a little too salty. So I'm going to back that up. But I mean, I have to make notes for that kind of thing. I won't remember it, but uh, you know, it, you just kind of get better with time and with experience. But in your case, 
you just continue to be grateful to your husband who does all that. And <laughs> because, uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it works for you. Uh, yeah. You know, just like it's sometimes hard to figure out how much is enough on a recipe, especially if the instructions are not really clear or we've never made it before or we're trying something new. Um, it actually reminds me of how sometimes when we're talking about decluttering and organizing that it's often difficult to know how much is enough when it comes to our stuff, you know, yeah. just mm -hmm. figuring that out is, I mean, it's a pretty important question, but it's a very difficult one. Oh yeah, it is. And I can't tell you the number of people who've asked me, how many shoes should I have? And how many shirts do I need to keep? And, you know, how many forks is the right number of forks to have? And honestly, you know, I can't tell you what it is because for me, it could be one answer and for you, it could be another, but they really are. It's they're they're good questions to ask. So I'm glad people are asking them how much yeah. is enough. Yeah. And, and, you know, so that's the reason that we wanted to have this episode to kind of talk about the question of how much is enough and to consider it as we always want to do um, from a biblical standpoint. So, you know, when we're talking about how much is enough, um, it's interesting that we tend to kind of, there's two different ways you can, well, multiple ways you can think of it, but in general, we tend to be like, how many can I have? Like, you know, how much will fit? Like, uh, it, it reminds me also, my husband and I are counting calories right now, trying to drop a few pounds. And so I can have two, uh, two attitudes about that. I could be like, get toward the end of the day and go, Ooh, I've got 150 calories left. I can have more food. Or I can go look at and go, I've got 150 calories, but really I'm, I'm okay. I'm just, yeah, I, I, I don't need that. I can just be content with that. So when it comes to our stuff, we can either think, you know, how much can I have? You know, is this mm -hmm. going to be enough? Or we can say, you know, what do I really need to get by when it comes to this? Um, and it's another situation where the culture of the world and then God's economy are completely different. So yeah. it, it's uh, it, it makes me think of the scripture in Matthew 6, 8. It says, your father knows what you need before you ask him. Uh, that's pretty incredible. And I think it's a yeah. great reminder that God is, is not going to abandon us. He's going he's gonna to provide what we need. So when we're thinking about our stuff and figure out what, uh, how much is enough, we have to trust God on that. And we also have to say, uh, yeah, I'm going to have the attitude of, I just want what I need. I'm not trying to get as much as possible. And, uh, you know, can I deal with that and take care of that? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's how we fall into the trap of excess. I think, yes. you know, we have to ask ourselves, do I really need 10 white tank tops or am I okay with three? Um, and so I think when you reframe the question, it gives you better clarity mm -hmm. and it's important Um that we do that. I think the other thing that's really important that we do is that we look at those who've gone before us. Um, because right. If we, we study history, so we don't repeat the same mistakes. Yes. And so um, I think if we, for this episode, we want to look at the Bible uh, and see what some people had troubles with, with too much stuff and you know, what happened from that. And so today we're going to look at uh, Exodus chapter 16 and we're looking at the story of when God gave the Israelites uh, manna and quail. 
Um, and so I'm just going to read a, a passage to you and um, share it with you. And uh, it says, Moses said to them, it is the bread the Lord has given you to eat because they're looking on the ground at all this white stuff. And they're like, what is this? And so Moses is telling them, this is where we're at, that it's the bread the Lord has given you to eat. And this is what the Lord has commanded. Moses continued, everyone is to gather as much as they need. Take an omer for each person you have in your tent. The Israelites did as they were told. Some gathered much, some little. And when they measured it by the omer, the one who gathered much didn't have too much. And the one who gathered little did not have too little. Everyone had gathered just as much as they needed. And then Moses said to them, no one is to keep any of it till morning. Yeah, use it up. Um, don't don't hoard it. Don't keep the excess. Um, and then, of course, as our human nature, we don't like to follow rules. Um, some of them paid no attention to Moses. They kept part of it until morning. And when they woke up, they found it full of maggots that began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. And you can find that in Exodus um, verses 16 verses, um, 15 through 20. But I think Angie, this is such a wonderful example of God's provision for mm -hmm. us and what happens when we don't trust him to supply our needs. Um, I think one of the reasons we hold on to more than what we need is because we're afraid we might need it later, or we may not have the money to buy it again. If, if our listeners are re remembering those dirty words from episode three. So we hold on to stuff, even if we already have enough, and don't really need more because we're really afraid that our needs are not going to be met. Yep. We do or that whole just in case thing. Well, I might need it someday. Uh, yeah. And then the part that always really gets me about this story, the part where the people that had secretly saved some just in case. And yeah. then the next morning it was disgusting, full of maggots and smelled terrible. I mean, can you yeah. imagine? Gross. Oh. Yeah. Right. You know, I don't, we've talked about this before. I don't like camping. So, you know, being in a tent with disgusting smells would just not go over well with me <laughs> anyway. So it does sound really gross, but it, it is a lot like what happens to us today when we have too much, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it can literally get stinky in our home when we don't get rid of the excess. Um, but usually the maggots in our world or in our, our lives and our spaces are in the form of stress and overwhelm, right? Oh yeah. God knows it's not good. So he encourages us to only live with what we need. Yes, absolutely. The thing is, like, we know that, we believe that, we understand that in our head. But then how do you figure out? So what does that translate into? What does that actually mean? How do I put this into action in my life? And and I, that, that again, it's not an easy thing to figure out. So it's not. No, no, not at all. And we, again, we're not sitting here like figure it out because we have it all figured out, right? <laughs> we've, we've shared that we clearly, we don't. And if you look at my schedule for today, you would agree that I'm still struggling with that schedule clutter. <laughs> but um, yeah, we definitely need to figure it out. Um, and fortunately, we have God's word to guide us in that. And I think there are two verses that can really help us get over that hump. And the first one is Proverbs 15, 16. And it says, better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth with turmoil. And I, I think that's basically just saying it's better to have God and his provision, which is really all you need, than to have so much stuff it causes you distress and trouble. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And I am a big believer in when we have too much, 
um, it just it has so many consequences. And the, the phrase less stuff, more freedom, I, I've seen it play out over and over again. And when we trust God with these decisions, he always, always, always comes through every time. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Yep. Yeah. So the other verse, I said there were two. Um, and the other one is a familiar passage that was written by Paul in Philippians 4. 11 and 12, which says, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances, I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any, in every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or want. So I think the, the other part of it is learning to be content with what we have, mm -hmm. you know, and not wanting more, uh, which again, we said, it's easy to say harder to put into practice. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen this uh, in not only just in our own lives, but I mean, from the very dawn of creation, you got Adam mm -hmm. and Eve in the garden, the most perfect, just blissfully beautiful. And, and they've got everything they need. You know, you can have anything. God tells them you can enjoy any of this except for one thing. You can't have the fruit of this tree. And so then Satan comes and tempts them. And then what do they want? the fruit of that tree, the, the one thing that they can't have. So that contentment uh, eluded them and then they, and they had to have more, they believe Satan's lie. Um, so how do we learn to be content? Um, well, like, just like you said, it's learning, learning to lean into God for our every need, learning to be satisfied with the blessings he chooses to give us and learning to trust him for everything. And to know that when we do trust him enough is enough. We can be content because we have all we need. Mm, that's good. That's really good. So to summarize what we've talked about today. So we we talked about how in our culture, uh, we're all about just more, more, more. Uh, so it can be difficult to know how much is enough. But God's word, as always, gives us plenty of motivation and instruction. So we talked about Matthew 6, 8, tells us that God knows what we need before we even ask him. Um, we had that great story in Exodus 16 of God providing the needs for the Israelites with manna and quail. He told him exactly how much to gather. Don't gather extra and save it up. And, and when they did, because they didn't trust him, uh, they wanted to save some just in case. Then they had some real definite negative consequences with the maggots and the smelliness. And so for us, we're probably not going to have maggots, but we can have stuffed full closets and a whole bunch of stress, a schedule that's packed full and a whole bunch of stress, minds that are spinning and spinning with too much stuff and we can't be present and we're stressed out. So, uh, you know, Philippians 4 tells us that we can learn to be content with what we have if we learn to be able to trust God to meet our needs. So Leanna, why don't you tell everybody about what our free resource is for this episode? Yes, I'd love to. So for this episode, we want to give you a, a note card. We've come up with two different designs um, that you can print out and keep in a place that maybe reminds you that when we trust, enough is enough. If you take anything away from today, um, you know, I'm sure you have that visual in your head of, of stench and maggots. But if, mm -hmm. if you get nothing else besides that, we want you to walk away with this understanding that when we trust, we trust God to meet our needs, that enough truly is enough. And when we do, we don't have to ask ourselves how much is enough anymore. So yeah. you can find a free, uh, free uh, resource in our show notes. 
Yes, on our website, which is uncluttered.faith. So that's it for this episode of Uncluttered. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we love our listeners and uh, we're so, uh, we love this work that we're doing to, to help people be able to uh, put the chaos and the clutter behind so they can focus on what matters most. So uh, you can find us on our website. We're on Facebook and Instagram and um, drop us a note. Let us know how we're doing. If there's something you want us to talk about, if there's a way that we can help you contact at uncluttered.faith. And then we would love it really, really, and really, really appreciate it. If you would take the time to leave a rating or a review for this podcast uh, not only does it let us know that you love us um, and give us the momentum to keep going as well, but it helps other people find us as well. So please, if you have the time, just take a few minutes. It doesn't have to be a lot, um, but just a few things that, um, can encourage us and someone else would be so wonderful. So mm -hmm. that's it for this episode. Just as we always do, we sign off leaving you a reminder that an uncluttered life is an abundant life. <laughs>